greatly appreciate you charity your afternoon, especially this really beautiful Mother's Day afternoon. So hope happy Mother's Day to all of you guys. And my mom's been gone since 1999. Hard to believe, but so we, uh, happy Mother's Day to all the moms that have passed in your life. So anyway, what do you call an elephant that won't take a bath? Smellephant. Yay! Ding a ding ding. My name's Ellie. I got all the rhymes oh, of smelly. Oh, Ellie. Okay. Well, that that makes it belly uh, jelly. Oh, I didn't even didn't even think of that. Oh yeah. One of my great. favorite dogs' name was my my one of my favorite dogs. The one that was with me for class for seventeen years was Elsie. 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 I I spelt it different than most. It's E L L S E E. Oh, interesting. I spell everything different. Ethel was E T H E L L. Ben was B E N N. And my daughter's name is Cassandra. I think it'd be, I told you this. You know how I spell Cassandra? How like do you I, spell it? K A Z A N D R A. It's just, is it an insistence upon being unique? Well, no, but see, well, I love the name Cassandra, but that's it has ass in the middle of the name C A S S. And so it's like, you have to write ass all the time. I'm not doing that. So and I, and I like writing with a K because, you know, Katie's with a K, not with a C. And so anyway, I, so I figured, okay, we're going to figure this out. I wanted to put two Zs in there. And my mom said, absolutely not. <laughs> and I'm like, but it has, Cassandra has two S's. If you're going to do a Z, you're doing one. And well, my one. <laughs> but people, when they see the name written, they go, Cassandra. They lay on that Z. Cassandra. I said, no, it's just Cassandra. Does anyone call her Kazam? Nope. Uh, she grew up being a some tried Cassie, some called Kaz. I like uh, Kaz. Yeah, uh, but she. I was real impressed with her considering I gave her such a long name that she kept Cassandra. So I, I was happy. Oh, so, sweet. Because I said if I wanted to name you Cassie, I would have named you Cassie. Okay. And so the thing is, is that really my given name is Kathleen, and I really would let what wouldn't mind been called Kathleen. You know, but uh, it, it, then I started out with Kathy, Kathleen, then it was Kathy, and I all got Katie from bartending. People said that you don't look like a Kathy, you look like a Katie. It's like, fine, call me Katie. I don't I'm, care. I'm just Ellie. I don't have a full name. And then my partner's a Catherine, who if you call her Katie, she'll give you a look. Oh, good. She, is, she likes Catherine then? No, she's Kate. Oh, she's Kate. Kate. Okay. And I like only me and sometimes her parents call her Catherine. Or oh. Not even her parents. Her grandma calls her Catherine. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, see, I like the longer name, but anyway, I, I like it too. Okay, sorry about that. Here we are. Okay, we need Kitty back. Yeah, let's get Kitty on. Kitty, uh, there you are. I am, and I'm a Kathleen as well. Oh, are you really? Okay, then. So where did I Kitty am. come in? Where, uh, my father told me that when I was when they were pregnant that. If I was going to be a girl, they knew I was going to be Kathleen, and they were going to call me Kitty. So, uh, really, the moment I was born, wow, yep. I'll be mm-hmm. dead. I'll yep. be dead. Well, that's funny. Yeah, because like I said, I didn't get a nickname until, like I said, bartending. They went from Kathy to Katie. So, I, the only uh-huh. neat thing about it is that then when I got a phone call and they asked for Katie, and it was from the bar, and it's a question of whether I wanted to talk to him or not. <laughs> and, but if they said Kathy, then I knew it's somebody I wanted to talk to. <laughs> right. But, exactly. Yeah, then I bar- started awesome. bartending for t- full time for two years, and Katie just kind of stuck. So it was the, it was a prelude to Katie K9 because Kathy K9 doesn't have such a nice ring as Katie K9, no. right? Katie K9 is much better. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, so yeah. sorry about that. Okay, That's so okay. so now um, the biggest thing, like I say, is that people don't you know they, they don't uh, teach the potty train. They just let the dog out and then hope they went and then they come back in. So you got to teach her what it's called, where it goes, and then stand still. Don't walk around and you want at least a 15 foot line because if it's only six foot, some dogs are like, you're too close. You're watching me and they don't get, 
you know what I mean? They get nervous, and so they can't release, all right? Okay. And so, and then, like I said, when she does She's go by... She's on a 10-foot line, and she does... That's, okay, that's fine. Fine. That's fine, but most okay. people do a six-foot line or even a four-foot line. It's like, no, 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 no. It's oh, gotta sure. Be, it's got to be a little yeah. bit more than that. And I so, live in a, I go, live in a townhome, so I don't have a ton of grass. So okay, okay. Okay. manage that with a shorter line. Okay. No, that sounds good. Or you can make a little mulch area that you can teach you to go potty on. You know, uh, you get oh. some mulch and then just change it out every once in a while. But anyway, so, okay. but the thing is, is that, uh, now where were we, okay, what was your question now again as far as? So I was hoping that she would give me a clue. Oh, that's right. You, know, you, you yeah. talk with other people and they whine or they, yeah. you know, kind of claw at you and they or will. they run to the door and bark or yep. something. And they I'm will, but that, that, like that. that's not something that you train them. They train, they get you. They like, some dogs will go and sit by the door. You go, where's the dog? A dog sit by the door? Oh, but I must need to go outside. They okay. pick up through living and working together as a team. You kind of pick up a thing. I had one dog that would hit his nose on the doorknob. I could hear that anywhere. He taught himself that. He hit it. He, he punched in, uh, the door with his nose. I mean, I'm like, okay, I heard it. I'm coming. But so that, but that's from you just being due diligent of you know the times that we talked about first thing in the morning, right after a nap, after eating, and then right after get done playing. And then the thing okay. is, is that um, if you take about too often, they don't learn bladder control. And so that's why sure. what you just got to learn to do is watch. And if you're having, let's say all of a sudden, and usually little dogs like that have uh, accidents if you're not on top of it on windy rainy or snowy hope we were done with snow for right now in clement days they go out they splash but they didn't empty so then you've got to be oh. mindful that maybe in about 10 minutes i'm going to try it again <laughs> okay oh. and don't give them full reign of the house because like i said this one thing i learned with my little dogs uh, i had two that could care less and one that was a prissy <laughs> so <laughs> and so that's why you just got to learn the dog just like you do two-legged kids when you you're potty training them you learn their potty dance when to say ah you better go potty <laughs> or you look at the okay. clock like you just slurped on two cans of pop you better go try to empty your <laughs> and so ah, that, well that's that's good to know because I have literally just been like kind of watching the clock and doing two and a half to three hours. Yep. No. You know, like because I don't know how. Because again, I don't know how long her bladder is, but um, I haven't been specifically doing it. I was starting initially taking her after she ate, but she showed no interest in having to go. Right, but about so. uh, ten done, ten minutes after they get done eating or drinking, um, okay. the thing, the 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 in the morning the eating thing is, is huge. As far as let's say she goes, you went out twice and she there was no no doo doo. She gave you a piddle in the morning. Okay, you know there's one. So when you bring her in and you feed her, wait ten minutes and ten to one we take her out to go potty. The doo doo will be there. Okay. 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 But okay. like I said, it's more, it's more or less for the piddle is what it is after they get done drinking that 10 minutes okay. after drinking that you take them out to go potty. Okay. Well, that's okay. good to know. Cause I haven't been doing that. I've literally just been working on time Yep. and she's a, she's, I'm trying to, they, she was free fed. And so at the uh, breeders where yep. she came from and, um, so I'm trying to get her on a schedule. No, just put her on a schedule. She, whereas you just well, you decide. She's no, not interested in the morning. Okay, she no problem. Yep, me, yep, but no, no, no. She wants to eat, but then she doesn't eat. Okay, yep. So no, no you set the time. Let's say it's eight o'clock in the morning. You put the dish down. You know, ciao. Okay, and if she walks away, you give her ten minutes. And if she does, and she walks away, you just pick the bowl up, put it away, cover it. Nothing to eat during the day. No treats. No nothing. Okay, and then what you're going to do now when dinner comes, now you bring out breakfast and now she gets it. Okay, Okay. and so what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to create 
the times, okay, or uh, and your, and the appetite, okay. We eat at certain times, and there are some dogs that just rather eat once a day, and it's no problem. There's no problem okay. with just eating once a day. But the whole thing is, is that you don't leave the food out and let them graze, graze. Okay. And then if she, even if she was a free feeder, so what? She eat in this house, and you know, nope. Dinner times of this and this, and that's it. Yeah. And and yeah. but don't. But the thing is, is when you're creating the appetite, especially for a small dog, you can't give many treats in between because you're filling their tanks up and they're not hungry no matter if you had t-bone steaks in that dish all right so what if you're training your dog you don't you know like i'm trying to train her to heal okay walk on a leash and heal yeah you you not a treat dog when you train with treats okay everybody knows i'm not a treat trainer i never train with treats and so the thing is because then the dog is working for the treat not for you right you are the treat your verbal praise and your physical praise okay whereas let's say you stop you say heal and she's walking nice oh she's been then you stop you want her to sit okay now under her chin down her throat to her chest feel down there and there's a v in the chest okay Okay. give a one Uh or two finger scooch and just very calmly go thank you or very nice that was very nice and so now your appreciation is the attention and now you're truly building a team because the dog is working for you and not for that treat okay Okay. the only time i ever use the only time i ever use treats is when um a dog has an aversion to something. They're either worried, but sometimes if they're too worried, they won't even take the treat. But anyway, uh, I, but I, within hopefully a day uh, or even a couple hours of using it, I can phase it out. Most people don't ever phase the treat out, so now the dog only works for a treat. And so the thing uh, is, is that you want them looking to you, not to your pockets or your hands, or whether you want them looking at you in your eyes, like, what can I do for you? Okay. Okay. And so you okay. just talk very calm, very soft. And oh, we, and whatever your walking word is, and don't say good girl. You say, oh, thank you, or very nice. That keeps her brain focused on what you're trying to teach her. Okay. 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 That sounds like a good point because she's actually doing well with heel and she mm-hmm. sits. Nice. And she looks right up at me. Okay, and so good. And then they give her a treat. Yeah, but then yeah. now you're not going to, you're going to, and to phase the treat out, what you do is you scooch first. Treat, treat second. Scooch first, treat second. Then scooch first, okay. treat goes back into your pocket. And pretty soon the treat doesn't even come out. He's, they're just giving, you're just giving her a little scooch. Don't pet her on top of the head. Okay. Just pet her in the little, oh. in the one or two finger scooch into that, in that chest. Okay. Okay. Good to know. It, rela- to know. it, it relaxes okay. them. And then do I, so now as she's going out, do I tell her we're going to go potty? Just, and then we go outside and she goes potty and I say, oh, go girl, potty. Oh, yeah, no, okay. We got, hold on. <laughs> Don't hang up. We got to run to break. Okay. We got some more okay. talking, okay? <laughs> okay. okay. The word, world's largest mountain range lies on the ocean floor. True or Hello. Thank you for tuning in sharing your Sundays with me. The world's the longest mountain range lies on the ocean floor. True or false? I know that tallest one does so yes you say yes it's true Forty thousand miles of mountain range under the sea Forty thousand miles it's just giant massive wow like grand canyons in the ocean with (laughs) yeah just imagine like the grand canyon with just like sharks swimming through it just great white sharks wasn't that something oh the ocean's crazy it is so okay uh fyi um, a reminder and listener called in I remember uh, Easter was a huge time that I reminded all you guys. And if you get flowers for Mother's Day, please, no lilies. Put If you have cats, 
If you have any cats in your house, any kind of lily, any kind of lily, you take and throw it into the garbage. Because a little, okay, what's the, what's the technology? A little thing in the, the center. Salmon. Thank you. That when that, uh, they, they get that dust on their paws and lick it or rub up against it and get it on their coat, that they can die. Okay. With 48 hours, it could be in renal failures. So no lilies. All right. Okay. Next. No. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to Kitty. Hello. Hey. Okay. Okay. Now, what you did, now let's walk over this. Okay. We're going to take the dog out to the potty spot. Stand still. You're on a 10 foot line or whatever type thing. Go potty. Go mm-hmm. potty. Now, when the, very calmly. Now, when the dog does go potty, you're going to very calmly go, good potty. Very nice. Good potty. Okay. Do not say good girl. Remember, that gets them all nutsy in the headsy. It takes them out of the focus of what they're trying to learn. It's just like, okay, uh, you're, you say heel and you go, good girl. The dog's like, I'm a good girl. I'm a good girl. I'm a good girl. And she, her focus <laughs> just went out of what you're trying to teach her. So I try to tell everybody, and I know this is the hardest thing, everybody. I get it. I get it. But I'm, uh, but do not say good girl or good boy. Just go thank you or very nice. Stay very calm. So then the dog knows can connect the full fo- the, the uh, focus and connect the learning dots of what you're teaching which is aka potty training so when she goes potty just go good potty very nice good potty okay. very calm okay. don't say good girl okay remember two minutes out and then she gets doesn't go do anything come back in wait a minute or two take her back out one more time and then, like I say, on windy and clement days, sometimes you have to do a, a couple of different times because they don't empty, empty. They just splash and then get back in because they don't want to get wet or, or the wind bothers them or whatever, okay? But okay. that's the big thing. Okay. Don't say good girl, okay? Because that's going to get okay. her all crazy and you're not going to, you want to teach her to focus on the word. Same like with your training, you know, walking on a leash. When she does, you stop, she says, oh, thank you. Little scooch, very nice. Thank you. And then as you're walking, make sure you talk every once in a while. Hey, look at this. We're doing this. Uh, I get the big get kick out of my classes that everybody's walking and you know they're concentrating on the dogs but nobody's talking i tell everybody i said you know guys you guys are so boring to go for a walk with you're not saying a word to your dog you got to not be a chatterbox but check in once in a while hey we're doing this very nice because if you and i went for a walk and for a mile you didn't say anything and i didn't say anything in my head you are boring to go for a walk with and i'm not going again i'm gonna find somebody that will talk to me every once in a while not a constant mm. chatterbox okay but every once in a while mm-hmm. check in with the dog's head oh look at you being so smart yes you are but don't say good girl or good boy okay and then try to nix okay. the, try to nix the treats because that's going to cause more potty okay and you're gonna have a lot more accidents because you're feeding the tanks because after eating right. the tanks, then they got to go drink more, and now they got poo in, they've got you know water, and it's just a vicious circle. Okay. 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 Good. Okay. Wow! We, thank you so much. I got, appreciate it. Good job. Well, good luck and hang in there. Okay. I will. Thank you so much. Have a good rest. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Bye bye. All right. Now that's like I said. That's. Uh, People, stop and think, watch your dog, watch him. And when you say, good boy, how nutsy your dog's, he gets he. <laughs> and then people, well, my dog's always jumping and he's, he's mouthing me and he's, you know, I said, but you, cause you're probably keep saying good boy or good girl and gets them all nutsy in the headsy. So if you be calm, be what you want the dog to be. Stay calm. Like this dog I'm working now, all I have to do is give her a, ah, ah, boy, her head instantly turns like, uh, okay, no, I didn't, I'm, I'm fine now. I'm like, yes, you are. You're doing very nice. We're also in the season um, of people going out and doing things, going to parks, going to doings and things like that. Uh, 
Please leave the dog at home, folks. Dogs don't like crowds. You may- I worked at a dog brewery. It's dog breweries are not the thing. It's uh, it takes one dog who's not into it. Yep. And everyone gets weird. Yep. 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 And so that's why oh look, I can go have a beer or I can go sit in the park or I can go to this art show or whatever type thing with my dogs. And uh the thing is is that your dogs have to negotiate all the strollers and the people's feet and other dogs. And if you're not paying attention, let's say you're you're looking at something in some art show or whatever type thing, and you're not even paying attention to the dog, and all of a sudden another dog snarks on your dog. Your dog would rather be at home waiting for you instead of being out trying to negotiate feet, strollers, other dogs, crowds, noises, uh, ab- abundant noises. And so, like I say, I can't... Please, please. Well, I want to do stuff with my dog. Well, go for a nice walk with the dog. Pick different areas to go on walking paths, not dog parks that you couldn't, you know, that scene is beautiful and stuff like that. Um, uh, teach your dog, you know, some, uh, some scent work and then go out and do scentings, you know, and there's so many things you can do with the dog other than bring, make them miserable by bringing them to crowded areas. Now, you may say, oh, my dog loves it. Watch your dog in about an hour of being there. Ten to one, they're panting really heavy. Their tongue is really, and you're thinking, oh, he's really thirsty. He's stressed. And if he yawns, the bigger the yawn, the more the stress. Okay, that's a stress yawn, not on board yawn. And your dog may be, you know, da 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 da. Oh, look at this, look at. This. And you're thinking it's happy, and you're reading your dog totally wrong. So that's why, please leave your dogs at home if you're going to go have that beer, or going to be going sitting on a patio someplace. Because inevitably, your dog may be better than any of the other dogs out there, be more calmer. But like what Ellie just said. All it takes is for one dog to get out of control, and then every all the other dogs are wired. And so that's why you go out and enjoy your outing that humans want to enjoy, and then find something that you can outings you can enjoy with your dog. And uh, go to Taylor's or Taylor's Falls, um, uh, Minnehaha Falls. You know those paths you can go down to the river. I don't know the right now they're probably flooded out, but <laughs> yeah, right. more than likely. Yeah, but anyway, but like I said, there's so much other things you can do with the dog instead of going to massive crowded areas. Also, you're allowed to leave your dog at home. There's this culture, I think, especially with younger dog owners, like yep. people I'm literally friends with, where they cannot go anywhere if they can't bring the dog and they can't leave the dog at home and like oh no i can't do like dinner and a show because i can't leave the dog alone for more than two hours i'm like then you did not set your dog up for success if you yes. can't leave it home alone for more than two hours you got it and see a lot of people didn't take the time to kennel train the dogs and so then they have that if they, especially if they're a younger dog they can't leave them because they're gonna not have much to come home to <laughs> but yeah people just don't get it if you see it from the dog's eyes they are a pack animal they want to be with their pack they don't want to be in a crowd where they have to negotiate things like i said watch your dog's body language like i said if the head's starting to low you can see that you know they're looking tired they're panting a lot you know what i mean and they, and they may look like they're out with the heads up the tails wagging but, but in their brain they're going can we get the heck out of here and get home i'm tired of trying to negotiate all this Okay, so if you're a good dog owner, guess what? You do what your dog needs, not what you want them to do. Okay, not what you want them. So anyway, okay, where are we at? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna yeah gonna go to break time here. To put yeah, on yeah, a new caller. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have to wait. So caller, hold on. So back to like I said, we got a lot of doings that are coming up, and some of them are dog friendly. And I know there's a lot of brewer there thinking, oh yeah, but you know what? Think about. What is best for your pet? That's what a good parent does. That's what a good owner does. Is that you have your time, dog has your t- their time, and then you share time. Okay, so uh, be a good owner. 
Don't put it through that. A table of a tea a tablespoon of seawater contains only a few organisms or bacteria. We'll be back. The pulley down bar. The elevator dippy ride. The ropey tricep thingy. These are names given to workout equipment by people who kinda know what they're doing. But at the YMCA, every member gets a free 60-minute assessment from a certified personal trainer. They'll teach you the actual name of the swingy weights with handles or the mom and labor leg squeezer thing. Get yourself ready for summer at ymcanorth.org. All right, thanks for tuning in. The KDK9 show, spending your time with me. A tablespoon of seawater contains only a few organiz- organisms or bacteria. True or false? No, it contains a ton. Ding, 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 ding. It it contains. Um, I mean, the first time I saw this word, I, I, I'm i like, what? A psychoplankton? Psychoplankton? And let's see. A z- I have plankton from The Simpsons. There you go. Yep. Psychoplankton. <laughs> That's SpongeBob, not The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Because it contains um, millions of bacteria and many thousands of cycloplankton, plankton, and zooplankton. Zooplankton. Yeah, that's all the stuff that a whale eat. There you go. Well, there you go. Because I think a lot of times people say because it's salt that there's not much, in, you know, because it's got salt. I mm-hmm. don't know. So it is what it is. They adjust to that, but like the Dead Sea, that, that's true there, that there's so much salt that it doesn't. It can't support like a lot of marine life. I don't think oh, there's okay. anything living in the Dead Sea. That's why it's called the Dead Sea. <laughs> it, ding, it's, ding, ding. It's salty. <laughs> it's uh, a cup of real cup of salt there. Exactly. Okay, who's up? Well, so first up, we have Ashley, who is uh, Schnauzer has become kind of possessive over her and gets mad at her husband when uh, he tries to hug her. Oh, yep. That'll do it. Hey there. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Okay, so how old's the dog? He'll be three in August. Okay, and so now, um, uh, what what's happening? You go to hug each other, and the dog has a fit. Yes, he's really protective over me, and whenever my husband tries to show any affection or even gets close to me, yep. he'll just go nuts at him. Okay, then what do you do? Um, I try and say no and tell tell him to get down, but okay. he doesn't listen. And we've tried positive thing. Well. More negative reinforcements, yeah. but we don't know what to do. Okay, first of all, when you go for a walk, you take him yep. for a walk. Where does he walk? Out in front of you or next to you on a, le- a le- uh, loose leash? Oh, definitely out in front of us. Okay, then when you go through the door, who goes through first, the dog or you? Him. Okay, when you do, <laughs> you take him in the car, where's the dog? Um, He crawls under my feet. Ooh, kid, you're, you're going to get killed. Okay, and so that's a big no-no. Okay, okay. So, so what you've done now, you've empowered this dog to make take care of you. When you go for okay. a walk, you're putting him out in front and say, and, you know, telling him, he's the leader and you're the peon. Okay, so okay. what happens is that when he sees something, he alerts to it. It's like, i got to protect mom. He's going to, like, yep. bark at it or growl at it or jump at it because... Uh, you know what I mean? You he's you put him in the leadership role, okay? Yep. And so now, uh, and then usually what you do is you pull back to bring him in. And now yep. what's happening? You make him even worse because you're. It's like me grabbing your arm and pulling you towards me, and you okay. know I like to say, "Oh, knock it off!" And you're gonna pull yep. harder to get away from me, right? 
Yep. And so by you bringing the dog in, he's going to pull harder to go forward to get that bad guy or to get that that um, the dog. Okay. Now yep. by you going through the dog going through first a doorway, he's the leader. You're the peon. And now yep. this car thing, lady, you have to really undo this one you are yep. asking for an accident okay yep. and so that's why he should either be in a kennel or you know you have seat belts for dogs in the back if you want to you know type thing but he needs yep. to be taught that he is in the back seat you do not okay. want them in the front seat number one if you have an accident and the airbag deploys your dog is dead Okay. Yep. And so yep. that's why you either got to teach them to be in the kennel in the back seat uh, with a training collar, but you definitely need uh, uh, what this whole thing is. He's taken over now. And so he's going to decide who and what is going to get close enough to you because, you know, okay. he, it's his job to take care of you. Yep. So no matter what you do, you know, uh, trying to undo the intimacy where, you know, and, and, and correct him. It's not going to yep. work because he takes his job very seriously. He's a schnauzer <laughs> yeah. so because yep. you still keep enabling him by on the walks. He's out in front. He goes to the doorway first. You know what I mean? You haven't asked him to do much. And so okay. he feels his, you have empowered him to be your bodyguard. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yep. You got to take things back and buy and say, Hey, I can take care of myself. And so then uh-huh. now when he starts looking to you for direction, instead of taking care of you then okay. th- then he'll start listening to things that w- rules what is acceptable and what is not acceptable all right okay okay so yep. there is a, this just doesn't do this and he'll quit bugging you you know when you want to hug and kiss no yep and he comes to the whole thing okay yep yep and so you need a how many pounds is he Probably, I don't know, 12. 12, okay. Okay, so you, like I say, you can get to, obviously, you can either set up a private lesson for Katie's Canine or come to one of my classes. Okay. <laughs> but yep. uh, otherwise, like I say, you can get what I use on this dog. I would be a star mark collar, S T A R M A R K. You can get it online. It's plastic okay. with blunt pyramid, uh, um, blunt pyramids in the inside, so it pokes the dog. And he'll probably, okay. he'll probably scream because he's used to being in charge. And all of a yep. sudden, there's a reaction to his action. And he's like, what the Sam Bananas is this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's going to probably, you know, give you up like, ah! And he didn't get hurt. He's just surprised yep. because now there's a reaction to his action that gets into his head instead of just being yelled at. Okay. Okay. And okay. So, that's really good advice not to get one of those. Okay. And so that's where, like I said, but I would strongly suggest getting into a class ASAP so he can start okay. doing because this isn't just a one do this and it's going to work. No, he really takes his job seriously with you. But he yep. needs to take care of you. And that's why. So that if you want to do that, then he's got to go into his kennel or something else. You put him aside so he can't muddle in. All right. Yep. Does he sleep okay. in bed with you? Sometimes. Okay, don't. From here on out, he's not going to, until he earns his wings, you know what I mean, okay. where he, the rules, he's going to sleep in, in his kennel next to the bed. You know, you can do okay. that. That's fine with that, okay? Yep, but that's, because yep. that will really give him more power, and then what will happen is, like, let's say your husband gets up to go potty during the night and tries to come back yep. in the bed. Yeah, yep. it's not going to happen. <laughs> yep, nope. Yeah, that has happened. Before. Yeah, yep, and the so that then barks at him, and yep, and so that's why, like I say, no, he's t- you've entitled the dog, so now you, but there's there's it, it just by you know uh, you know doing some training and setting rules and there's consequences, you're going to get the dog's head back to where it's supposed to be, and you you'll turn into just a super cool dog looking both for to both of you for direction and not just awesome. protecting you. Okay. 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 Well, thank you so much. You bet. Give me a call every Katie's and we can set something up or you can look at my class schedule, okay? Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. 
Now, because ordinarily, if this dog was doing this and the dog did did have, you know, was polite and, you know what I mean, were walked on a leash pretty nice and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and there were just a couple things she was doing wrong, you know, like a, a spray bottle filled with water set on stream, you know, when you go to hug, you just you, ah, leave it, you know, but this, this dog has really gone overboard yeah. now because she's entitled this dog for so much. My, I didn't even ask her, but my guess he's got toys all over the house and every mm-hmm. room, so it's his house, not their house. You know, all those toys need to be picked up, put away, and only two toys out at one time. And so there's just so many things to get the dog to, uh, you know, back down and say, okay, well, let's work as a team instead of me taking care, you know, the dog taking care of me. Yeah, know, so. my, my cousin's Bernice Mountain Dog has a similar issue, and she's so passive in so many other ways, <laughs> and it's it's like greedy for affection. Uh-huh. Like if you're if you're hugging or like cooing at each other or something, uh-huh. she'll come and try to get between you. Yep. And if you can't get between you, she'll just up and rear up and punch you. Oh jeez, oh jeez. <laughs> Agnes. Yeah, Agnes. Oh, that's a good name. I like that. Oh, one. she is she is so lovely. But yeah, <laughs> she she doesn't like it when there is affection happening that she is not the center of. Yeah, but see, that's a dog that's been coddled too much. Not, oh yeah, and not much thinking, not using the brain. You know where they have to wait in because a dog should wait his turn. Never demand or command or bark for attention, okay, because then they're running the show. They can sit and stare at you, stand by you. They can lean on you, but they should never be, you know, where they're interrupting, you know, people. You yeah. know, like like a two-legged child. When you're trying to talk, have an adult conversation, and the two-legged child comes, ay, 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 you know, they learn. Oh, that, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. You don't, when mom and, mom and dad or will talk to you when we get finished with our, you know, they learn, it's a rule they learn. And what, what that is, is by giving the kid their own space and, you know, not always have the kid hanging on you, sitting on your lap or whatever. Same thing like what dogs do. And so because there's that a lot of times uh, you would be told, I'd say about 90, oh, I'll give the benefit of the doubt, 95% of all dog problems is not the dog. It's the owner empowering the dog and not understanding that they have to have rules and there has to be consequences. And not like, me master, you dog. No, it's just like you get the right training collar. And, and like I say, treats. If you don't have a treat, the dog looks at you when you say, sit, screw you. I'm going to go someplace else. <laughs> so like I say, treats do have a, their place in the training world, but not on a regular basis. But anyway, you are the treat. Your verbal praise and physical praise. I am a treat. Thank you. There you go. You got it. <laughs> okay, who's up? Oh, well, shall we run and come back? Yeah, let's run to break. We'll run and come back. Okay, what am I going to do here? Oh, let's go here. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. What does a superhero use to eat her cereal? What does a superhero use to eat her cereal? Hello. Thanks for tuning in, Tay. Uh, go to my show page, mytalk1071.com. Go to my KDK9 show page. You can catch all my past shows. And then what t- we did today. But then on today, uh, Ellie was nice enough to put, uh, if you ever heard the, the it's technically not, it's narration. It's not a song by Jimmy Dean. It's called I-O-U. And it's a, for moms that are what, you know, a, a kid gives you, gave her all these IOUs, you know, but it, it is so good. So go to my love, every Mother's Day, I, I love to listen to it. And so we put it on my show page. So go check out Jimmy Dean's IOU. It's just uh, unbelievable. Okay, what does a superhero use to eat her cereal? Uh, super spoon. A super bowl. A super bowl. Okay. <laughs> it's a super spoon. <laughs> What city has the most superheroes? What city has the most superheroes? Yes. Ooh, um, New York. Cape Cod. 
What? Cape. Wait a minute. Oh, Cape Town. Sorry about that. I just do right. Cape Cod. I'm like, that's yeah, so wait. random. Oh, yeah. No, Cape Town. Cape Town. That has the most because, you know, they all wear capes, right? I, yeah. Okay. Which, <laughs> I mean, Cape Cod, I guess, still works with the joke. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, kind of sort of. <laughs> Say a couple of things I want to get to yet before. Uh, we got a call line, so we'll get to it. We're not sure here. Okay. Um, I got a puppy class tomorrow night. I got a couple openings left. The pup needs to be um, 12 weeks to four and a half months. So if you got a pup you want to try my class, please uh, give me a holler up at Katie's Canine tonight or tomorrow and we can get you in that class. I think i got two openings left. I'll show up but just to pet the puppies. There you go. Puppies, <laughs> puppies. But the big thing, what people think of puppy socialization is puppy with other dogs, meeting other people, going to dog parks, going to dog-friendly patios, and dog play groups. That is not puppy socialization. What pup- puppy socialization is, exploring to different sounds, expo- I mean, exploring. There we go. Exposure to different sounds and different smells. Exposure to novel sights and objects. Uh, exposure to various flo- uh, floor materials, you know, like hardwood floors, tiles. I can't tell you how many rugs, how many dogs, when they hit a tile floor or they hit you know, a wood floor, they're like, whoa, what is this? They're not sure about how to negotiate that. I had a husky who is, she struggled with that for a while because, you know, her paw pads are so fluffy, so she'd skid around on linoleum and started getting scared of linoleum. Yep, I, and people don't, they just take it for granted. Every dog should be able to walk on every surface, and that's not so. Hmm. Okay, experiencing different handling and touches. You know, get your pups used to having their paws done. You know, their ears looked at, their eyes, their teeth, you know, just touched all over. Uh, do a, a br- grooming, maybe do one the front end one day and the back end the other day, or one side or one paw. Just break it up so the dog gets used to being touched and, and such like that. And using what brushes you're going to need eventually for the coat. Okay, learning to be groomed, as we just said. Okay, meeting people, dogs, children outside of their pack. These are what socialization skills are for puppies. Do um, uh, agility, like go to, you know, just on a small scale where you have them like there's a mini jump. They have to, or maybe they have to go through a tunnel or, you know, just mini things, but get them used to different things. And then um, uh, like bridges, uh, like if you go to like a lot of the kitty. Uh, playgrounds, yeah. they will have a lot of this small-scale stuff that you can really work with the pup. Like this dog that I'm working with, he's five months old, okay, but the thing is, is that I'm just amazed at what she, what she spooks at. I moved the barrel, I have a barrel, 55 barrel drum that they I use as a tunnel for the dogs to go through to start them out before I bring out the 20-foot tunnel. They get used to just going through that barrel. Yeah. And I, I moved it, you would have swore to God, King Kong had entered the room. <laughs> Her hair is up on the back and I'm like, really? Really? What is this? What is this? Let's go check the ass out. Stanley's scared of the weirdest things, too. He's scared of my drone. I have a camera drone. Okay. And I didn't know he was scared of it until I started flying it. And I've never seen him freak out so much. All his hair stood up. He was going to murder that drone. (laughs) And the weirdest thing about it, he understood that the controller in my hand was involved with the drone. Did you look at your hand and look at the he drone? He wouldn't let me near him because I had the control in my Ooh, hand. Oh, okay. I had to put down the controller to get him to come to oh, me. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. weird. Interesting. Yeah, this one here, the cow came up to the fence. It's, it's turned this dog inside out. <laughs> and the, uh, I brought her into the school, and she kept barking at the wall, the side of where the where the cow was. She couldn't still. She couldn't see it anymore. She's inside the school now. And she is barking at the wall. I know there's the, a cow out there somewhere. Exactly. I'm just like, really? It took, I took, I bet you it took me 10 minutes to get her attention off of that. But every once in a while, she'd run past it and then look like, 
It might be there. Oof. You know, it's just so. Anytime the dog shows fear of something, whether it's a do- adult dog or whether it's a a puppy, everybody wants to recoil and get down there and go, "Oh, it's okay. Don't worry." No, anytime the dog shows fear, just like what I did with this dog, what I did is, "Oh, what was that? What was that? Was that a cow? Let's go check this out. Is that a cow?" What you do is you become the cheerleader so that they, they see you're okay, so then they can be okay. Okay, and obviously I couldn't because a cow left. You know, when I'm because. <laughs> I went outside and said, okay, now we got her stopped her barking at the wall. We'll go out and see if she's still there and we'll, you know, but it, but the dog was, uh, the cow was gone. And so anyway, so that's what people have to realize is that it's not just every dog. Dogs don't need to meet every person, every dog to be social. No. Meeting new people and meeting new dogs is very, very hard work for a dog. Very hard, you know, for outside of their pack. If your dog, you know, is can be social with people within your circle of dogs and people that's great Uh, if you're out on a walk and people say oh can our dogs meet you're gonna say a resounding no and the reason is and just say uh, be polite whereas nope we're in in training today let's go have a nice day and just move forward Uh, can i can i meet your dog can i pet your dog a resounding no we're in training have a nice day and keep on moving on and because the thing is let's say your dog jumps at that person and maybe like my residual effect here (laughs) everybody saw that the wrist that i got uh, nails torn across but anyway um and so will your dog bit me didn't bite you but you you know all of a sudden there what if you never would have let allowed that person to come in and have your dog leap you know adam M, that 10 to 1 that wouldn't happen now all of a sudden you might find yourself in court you know it's really great people are so happy out in, there we used to live in minneapolis and there, there's a whole culture of because there's a lot of dogs in loring park because yep. there's a lot of apartments but yep. there's also a park and there's people who show up to instigate dog scams Ooh. where they will like approach uh we'd see this happen for other people but one time my my girlfriend she had her friend's dog on a leash and was waiting for her outside of a store and they were just sitting and this guy approached and he was on his phone and he had his dog and he wasn't paying attention to the dog long lead letting it near and kate was like hey can you get your dog like get him away like no can you need to take your dog away this isn't even like my dog and like i don't know how he's going to react like you need to get away and he was like, no, no, they're fine. They're playing. She's like, no, you need to get away now. And she finally had to like stand up and like get in his face. Like, you need to step away. And then he was on the phone like, yeah, this girl and her, her dog's acting all weird and is trying to like attack my dog. And it's like, you're, you're instigating a situation where you want that to happen. Wow. Yeah. And I, Kate was lucky that she, it was a dog worth trusting. Wow. That's unreal. Yeah. I can imagine that. Like, see, I'm totally oblivious since I live in the country. Yeah. I have no idea the dog congestion in the city, you know, type Lauren thing. Park is weird. Oh, wow. Because number one, no, none of those dogs should be on a retractable leash. None. They should always be on a, the shorter, the better, the four foot or. It wasn't retractable. He was within five feet of them and not pulling his dog like wow. back. Like wow. he like walked up to her to stand there and ignore his dog and hope that his dog being nosy and in that dog's face was going to cause something. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. I get it. And so, but like I say that and because people are so happy, you know, and also too, it's, uh, yeah, that mindset scares me, but, uh, but everybody thinks all dogs should be able to get along that there isn't bad dogs. So unfortunately when a dog is a bad dog or gets spooked, it involves teeth. 
and teeth, whether it gets hits lands on another dog or whether it lands, you know, on a human, that's nothing to mess with. And so the thing is, is that that's why only people that are within your circle, uh, family, friends, coworkers, where your dog get along, get together and have a play date at somebody's house, not at a dog park, okay? And then get together where you could sit and visit and why the dogs, you know, have a good time. But you're watching the play to make sure everybody's getting carried away. Dogs go on leashes. Everybody sits down, sits on the leash so the dogs can't get to each other. You know, sit on the leash, only give them maybe about two feet, depending on the height of the dog. And so they can rest, you know, just zero out, calm down. And then because just like if two two legged kids are getting crazy, what do you do? You step in. And say, okay, kids, we need to chill out here. You want a Kool Aid? <laughs> let them try to just you don't let them duke it out. out and then blame the kid who snapped first. Yeah, They're kids. Exactly, and that's what happens too. Is that oh, your dog wasn't nice? Well, your dog got in the face and scared my mm-hmm. dog, and so that's a matter. That's a reaction of another dog when they get scared. Is to either if they can't run, they fight or flee. You know, if they truly are scared, they're going to lunge out if they can't get move. You know what I mean? Have an exit type thing. And so that's why I don't understand people that keep pushing or people, like I said, bringing, I know these, uh, what do they call them? The breweries? Uh, bring, yeah, know, the dog yeah. friendly breweries. I just, it's, there's so many people. There are so many people, so many smells. And it's an overpowering smell, hops and beer production okay. when you're on the side of a brewery. So you're also taking your dog to a place that is filled with people, mm-hmm. filled with unfamiliar dogs, and he can't get a good read on any of their individual smells because the other smells are so overpowering. Oh, yeah, wow. That's, yeah, that's interesting. That's good. I'm glad you brought that up because, like, I do not go there. I have my own brewery at home. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. But see, people, you gotta, you gotta pay attention, you know, just because you want it. Is that you, if you truly love your animals, which I know you guys do, the thing is, is then don't make them human. They're a dog. Be fair and be aware that not dogs don't belong in every situation that they can stay home you know and there's pet sitters out there just like you get kid sitters babysitters kid sitters whatever they have pet sitters that if you want to go on the time and don't want to leave your dog at home fine i mean if you want to leave the dog at home and not be a nice owner and not make them negotiate all that you know hey Call a pet sitter. Have them come stay overnight or not stay. But you know what I mean. And then, well, you, if you want to go to a brewery, go in like the off hours and leave if another dog arrives or if it becomes flooded with people or if your dog stops laying and sleeping and becomes tense. Just yes. get up and leave. Yep. There you go. Watch the dog. Like you say, the dog's up. He's standing. He's panting. He's like, "Get me the heck out of here now!" That's you know, that's like a kid pulling on your arm, saying, "Mommy, I want to go home. Mommy, I want to go home." You're not going to have a fun time after that. No amount of calming them down is going to. Bring them back to that state. Right, right. And that's why what you got to do is you got to leave. I don't care how many beers or how many p- much fun you're having. Okay, the thing is, please, if you're bringing the dog with, then you pay attention to them. Okay, watch your body language. Okay, well, I'm sorry we didn't get to that last call. You can give me a call up at Katie's Canine or email me, whatever. Go to mytalk1071.com. Ellie, once again, great week. Okay, and all to all your mothers out there, two-legged and four-legged, happy Mother's Day. You guys are awesome. We run the world, don't we? (laughs) You take care. Train on.